Is It Transphobic? will be addressing issues of transphobia and transmisogyny. We may also address issues of racism, classism, ableism, and various other intersectional issues in this podcast. So this is a trigger warning. The panelists on Is It Transphobic? will also use strong language. So listener discretion is advised. So this is our first ever, ever uh, live stream. Well, that's a lie, but we'll get into that. <laughs> I'm definitely going to talk about the first ever live stream, uh, but this is our first shot at live streaming on Facebook. Okay. So uh, first off, if you're unfamiliar, my name is Ashley Lauren Rogers. I'm the writer, producer, editor of, well, I'm not the writer, but yeah, you know, <laughs> I'm the one in charge of Is It Transphobic? And today I'm being joined by my friend. Joe Goforth. Hello. <laughs> uh, I use she, her pronouns and Joe. They, them. Fantastic. Uh, so I just wanted to do something nice because it's been one year. It's been the one year anniversary of Is It Transphobic as a podcast. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's pretty good. I'm very happy. I'm just going to adjust this mic. Uh, so there are multiple ways that you can follow is it transphobic you can follow us on twitter at is it transphobic you can also find us on patreon where this video will live so if you want to watch any of the live stream videos i'm hoping to do a lot more of these then you can do that uh following the patreon by donating at least a dollar or more uh so that said let's talk a little bit about the podcast what movies what pieces of media did you cover joe uh, I did Ace Ventura first. Yeah, you did. <laughs> <laughs> um, that mess of a movie. Um, and I did... Oh, crap. <laughs> Woo? What was the full title again? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, That's so uh, long. I'm sorry. Oh, hold on. Thanks for everything. Thing. Uh, to Wong Fu. To Wong Fu. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I feel bad for not remembering the whole title. <laughs> totally cool. It was like, I have Woo. Yeah, um, woo. Yeah, yeah, woo. <laughs> and then we did a prequel, mm-hmm. but it's not up yet. Yeah, no. Nor is it real of Queer Wolf. Yeah. Am so I allowed to say that? You can. So I'm sorry. The, no, it's fine. Uh, so Joe and I are also working on another episode that's coming up soon. Uh, it's called Curse of the Queer Wolf. Uh, if, so if you're into seeing the movies before we talk about them, I'd recommend checking out Curse of the Queer Wolf. Yeah. I don't recommend buying it, though. No, definitely don't. <laughs> cool. So uh, all that said, why don't you tell me a little bit about uh, when you go into seeing a piece? Mm-hmm. Um is there anything that you do for self-care that you're willing to share? Because uh, so, you know that you're going into something that's probably yeah. going to be transformed. Yeah, yeah. It. My whole life. Yeah. I, I, <laughs> I bring in my whole whole life's your ability to... Life. Yeah, my entire life's ability to put up many, many walls. Um, I mean, also, I mean, I go in with a notepad and already if I like have a notepad to like write down shit, I'm already just like there's a layer of distance. Mm. If I'm like, I am watching this academically (laughs) to academically go that was fucked up quote (laughs) um but yeah yeah Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. But um, yeah, no, I mean, yeah, that definitely helps with me being like, I am watching this to discuss this mm-hmm. and not watching it as something that I'm heavily invested in emotionally. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. I think that's a lot. A lot. Uh, being able to take breaks. The internet is great. You can pause things mm-hmm. and go do other things. Check Twitter. I don't know. Watch a video of dogs being cute. Dogs are great. <laughs> dogs are not transphobic. At least none that I know. <laughs> yeah, I don't know any that yeah. are. Yeah. Cool. They've all been nice to me. Yeah. Yeah. Aww. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, the, the other big question I have is, since you've watched any of these pieces, have you thought differently about them since we aired the episode? Like, either someone's talked to you about it and you've realized something different, or, uh, like, it seems like you've already got an answer, so... Yeah, um, I I remember saying for Tuong Fu that I would never watch it again, mm-hmm. or that I would watch it in, like, five years or something, mm-hmm. and I kind of disagree with that. I was walking home one night. I think it was like three days later after we did it or something. And I was like, I would be interested in watching that again. I actually think, yeah, no, I actually probably will within this year rewatch it. It was yeah. actually a pretty good movie. Yeah. Like, was it just uh, the structure yeah. of it or the message? Tr- <sighs> I really liked the different things that were said about it. Mm. Um, it did give me a slightly different perspective on it as well as like, just like, I mean, I remember at the end of the episode, you were like, what do you rate it on level of transphobia? And I was like, eh, I don't know. I don't even know if I gave it a number. I just talked a lot. And then you were asked what number, and I think simultaneously we both said three. (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, you just said you weren't going to give it a number. And I did it when it wasn't asked of me. But yes, so anyway, um, yeah, I don't know. It was interesting. I wanted to watch it again. I don't know. I don't have a very good answer for that. Other than it kind of sat with me. It wasn't... It was was a pretty enjoyable movie to watch, and it wasn't super transphobic. Like, it had its issues. But, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I know. We we initially, when I came in, I was pretty hardcore about this number system. Like, hey, you know what's a great idea? Like, 1 to 10. Is it enjoyable? Is it transphobic? And ultimately... As I was going through with people, like, because some people don't think numerically, some people think in different ways, and they can express themselves in different ways. And so I started trying to figure out ways to be like, all right, well, how can we express this? And so, uh, I mean, like, Queer Wolf is definitely a 10. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so when we get to uh, Curse of the Queer Wolf which is coming in October. That is my, I'm so excited. I have no idea what other October movie to do yet. Um, I'm thinking maybe Sleepaway Camp, just because it's so nefarious and I've notorious. Oh, I've never seen it either, but uh, like if, if you know anything about Sleepaway Camp, you know that quote-unquote twist ending. I don't. I okay. don't pay attention to horror movies. I'm sorry. Okay. Yeah, it's probably exactly yeah. the kind of twist you're expecting. I mean, yeah. Dad. I mean, <laughs> given yeah. the context yeah. of the conversation, yeah. Um, uh, yeah. Yikes. Mm-hmm. Horror movies. Yeah. Movies. Movies. Yeah. Is Ventura <laughs> did the same thing? Oh, yeah. That wasn't yeah. even a horror movie. No, it wasn't. No. It was just a movie. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, for for me, there are a couple because you know I've sat through. With the exception of the L word recently, because I was on vacation, I've sat through all of these. So as much as I pile on for everybody else, like I'm, I'm watching them all. Um, I'm so sorry. It's okay. I mean, I knew that that was the case, but also. I kind of, 
I don't want to say I like it because I don't like watching transphobic stuff, but at the yeah. same time, like, I there's a there's a like terrible part of me that does kind of find enjoyment in watching this crap. Yeah. Um, the one that really sticks out to me as I give it a different opinion is my opinion on South Park, uh, because and like we sat through. Uh, 16 episodes of South Park. And Jesus Christ. It was, it was an interesting, especially if you listen to each episode, it yeah. starts off kind of optimistic, and then <laughs> like it moves into this complete, like, no, this is just oh d- Oh, your your opinion changed for the worse. Yeah. Oh, I thought you were saying that your opinion changed for the better. No, and no. And that's what my yeah. face was. It was like... Well, well, and even then, like, we started, it was, it was interesting because we started from the farthest forward, like the, the most recent stuff into uh-huh. the earliest stuff. Uh-huh. And there was at the end of not this past season, but the season before that, this message of like PC-ness. And it was like, I remember this is really, yeah. yeah, like it's really like, eh, but okay. But the end of the season, the last words were, this is going to be hard. And I loved that concept, that idea of it's not like, oh, this sucks. We're going to rail against it. This is bad. uh, And this shouldn't be. It was, this is going to be tough. And I liked that statement. Yeah. But they don't follow through. (sighs) They they said recently, and this is what changed my opinion. uh, So they did an entire season where Mr. Garrison was Trump. And he was actually going, it was... I don't necessarily recommend it, but it was it was not bad. A lot of the bits and pieces were very funny in that season, but they recently stated that they're not going to keep focusing on Trump because yeah. because they're uh, you know to read into it what you will. They're cishet white dudes that just want to save poop, fart, and dildo on camera, um, and <laughs> they're not interested in tackling the political stuff anymore. Yeah, and it's just like well, what the fuck? Like that's. So yeah. that changed my opinion to them drastically. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, yeah, I have complicated feelings. Uh, Cause like, I, I, I mean, I don't like South Park, but this is more like a thing about comedy in general. Mm. I, I seriously believe that making jokes of things that are serious mm-hmm. in a way that uh, minimizes them rather than is like drawing focus to how horrible something is mm. actively makes an environment that is more comfortable for those things to happen. Yeah. So, like, I was... Uh, I, I know this is not what we were supposed to talk no, about. Well, but, like, like especially, right like, before the election happens, mm. it was really distressing to me. Mm. Especially, like, with the stuff with, like, Jimmy Fallon and just, like, there was just... Uh, there was a lot of comedy that just kind of minimized what Trump was. Mm. And, like, I remember I had a conversation with somebody. I don't know if I told you about this when I was working on a certain show. I where, know, but yeah. Where... I was told that he he jokingly was like, oh, my parents are going to go to a Trump rally in Texas because they're there and that would be funny. And I <laughs> lost my mind um, for context. I'm from Texas. And I, yeah, and I like, I went off on him for like 10 minutes. This was right before we were about to go into a performance. And at the end he was like, are you from Texas? And I was like, yeah. Um, just because it was, and that was like March yeah. of 2016. And yeah, and it was just, it was, it was really distressing, like being, being someone who is not from this kind of area that's from like, 
I'm from Southern Baptist preachers, and and like I know that most of this country agrees with what he says, yeah. and it was yeah it was really really distressing to see people minimize it through comedy, and I feel like it made a lot of things uh, more possible mm. because it didn't seem as bad as it was because we had people like petting his head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I yeah, and and but, the more yeah. I've been kind of doing research into South Park and their their. Uh, you know, just the way that they've done things. I always identified, because, you know, I was a yeah. kid when they came out. Yeah. And I always identified with the idea of trying to make fun of both sides, quote unquote. Uh, yeah. And just that idea of like, yeah. oh, this this weird, while I was trying to put up the front of masculinity, this mm-hmm. like masculine nihilism of just like, oh, yeah. oh, everything sucks, so let's just make fun of everything. Yeah. When in reality, there's a lot more behind that that idea of the masculine nihilism yeah that especially in comedy yeah that kind of brought about everything that's happening yeah and and even then this podcast as i was starting it i was telling people because while this podcast was being in development uh this was like before when trump was still i think he was trying to get votes to be the Republican nominee. Yeah. And at that point, it was just like, he's not going to get that, so I can make whatever jokes I feel like. Yeah. And so I was joking with a friend, and I said, like, oh, yeah, no, it'll be great for stand-up comics. And my friend just went off on me. Yeah. And I, I listened. I was like, yep, okay, yep. I hear that. Yep. But, yeah, yeah, because it is something where, like, yeah. then you look at as he's rising, as he's rising, like the Jimmy Fallon petting him on the head yeah. and – the, yeah, it was just yeah. like it was just pervasive it, like yeah. the the jokes were everywhere and like yeah. and just being like that's never gonna happen and like anybody who's like spent time and like or like spend time around communities that are not as open just being terrified yeah. <laughs> just being like no this is not funny like you're i i don't know which yeah. friend it was but like yeah yeah, yeah. i was i was definitely yeah i was definitely like, yeah. but i mean i like yeah. i get it from a perspective of like not thinking that it's real yeah. Like, if you haven't been in, like, certain situations, if you weren't a Texan Southern Baptist preacher's kid, um, which is a very specific uh, thing to be, to be like, no, this is this is really real. But, yeah, so, I don't know. I, it's, it's talking about the, is it transphobic, and talking about, like, um, discussing all media to the point of just, like, like, even if it's a casual, uh, casual remark somewhere in the middle of something, um, Again, I remember seeing uh, a show, a a play, um, and there was one line in it that was transphobic, and I mentioned it to somebody who had also seen the show, and said that it was transphobic, and it made me really uncomfortable, and that I wanted to leave the show in the middle of it, because I knew, I was just like, well, I'm not welcome here, (laughs) and um, my, my kind are not welcome here, and... And she responded to me and she was like, well, if that's transphobic, then like, isn't everything? And I was like, yeah, (laughs) I was like, welcome to my world. Yes, yes, it is. Um, And she was like, I think that's a bit harsh or something. And I was like, and then I like looked at her and I was like, do you want to have this conversation? And she was like, it's no. (laughs) She was like, no, because anybody who knows me, when I say, do you want to have this conversation? That means, are you ready for the next three hours to be about this? Um, Because I will sit here for three hours and lecture you. But yeah, yeah, because I mean, it is. Yeah. A single line creates a cultural momentum when it's because it's never in a void. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. 
So I just want to remind folks, if you are watching, if you're just uh, joining us, uh, we're doing a live stream. This is kind of how we want to start trying to do a lot of the episodes of Is It Transphobic so that we're engaging people who are able to be around at that time. So feel free to ask us any questions. Uh, we're just sort of since this is our one year anniversary, I wanted to do a pretty laid back, just sort of uh, talking about whatever, talking about the podcast itself, talking about some of the good times that we've had on it, uh, and also just sort of what to expect for the future. Uh, so yeah, and I'm sitting here with my friend Joe. Hello. I'm Ashley. Um, so what are some things that you wish you had been on? What are some episodes that you have heard or that you like got an offer and it's just like, ah, oh, I couldn't, I can't do it right now. Like, wrestling. Is, wrestling. Wrestling. Yeah. I wanted to do wrestling so badly. <laughs> um, cause you're so excited about it. I and, really <laughs> and I have a new coworker who's just yeah. starting to like learn how to wrestle. I know like professionally learn oh how to gosh. wrestle. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. They're really cool. And so, yeah, I'm surrounded by a few people who are really into wrestling and it's just kind of like, what is happening over there? <laughs> I just kind of, I like performative wild shit. So it seems like something I'd be into, but, um, I really wanted to be there for that. Mm. <laughs> Weeps gently in the corner. I still haven't well, seen wrestling. I've never seen any wrestling. Really? Okay. Well, we're yeah. going to fix that. Not necessarily right this second, though, but something <laughs> you out there in the internet land want us to see. I will pull up some wrestling. Anyway. Um, <laughs> so, so the, uh, by the way, thank you, Doug. Thank you, Douglas Cowell, what? for saying a happy anniversary. Um, thank you. So, so the, we had uh, my friend uh, Paola uh, on here, who is a trans woman and a professional wrestler. And, yeah. And so... That's so cool! Her, myself, and Ian, who has never watched wrestling and has no interest in wrestling <laughs> at all, all watched a bunch of wrestling. We watched one specific wrestler who is just... The answer was very obvious, but we kind of had to do it. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. it was... It's it, kind of the show. Yeah. It's kind of what the yeah. show is, yeah. <laughs> Being like, we see you. Yeah. It's like, yeah. Hey, we get this, we get this. But it was... <laughs> Uh, yeah, so it's absolutely worth checking out if you are a fan of wrestling, or if you're not. It's a good, it's a good episode. Uh, we get some real insight from Paola, and we're definitely going to have her back on the show. That sounds awesome. Yeah, like I hope I'm free year, next time. Honestly, every year that there's a WrestleMania, which is every year, <laughs> we're going to do an episode about wrestling. Yeah, because uh, it's your show. Multiple. Yeah, because it's my show, <laughs> and I can, I can decide whatever I want. Um, so one of the new things that we're going to be doing this coming season, this coming year... Uh, what? So I met what I can only describe as an entity. Um, Whoa, I hope I get described as an entity yeah. one day. <laughs> so this, and that is the, that is the word that they uh, choose to describe themselves. Oh, fantastic. Name, named JPEG Format. Okay. And uh, JPEG Format is going to be sort of the one who gives us our, uh, like our, our assignments. So okay. basically, like, I'm going to be listening to JPEG. I might override JPEG every now and again, but uh, for the most part, JPEG format is going to be telling us what pieces we're going to be listening nice. to. Yeah. Okay, cool. Nice. Yeah, yeah. JPEG, that sounds JPEG fun. JPEG is really nice, but JPEG is kind of, I feel like, and maybe I'm reading too much in, but I feel like JPEG is still trying to understand human communication. Okay. Uh, we're still working on boundaries. Okay. Uh, they like to manifest themselves in my room, on my computer, at any time so we're working on that yeah but yeah <laughs> yeah yeah no yeah. i met uh i met jpeg doing the 
ish, the uh, interviews for the uh, Trans Theater Fest. Okay, cool. Yeah, they had yeah. a really interesting piece on, out mm-hmm. there uh, all about essentially communication and uh, the idea of gender and communication. And it was just In which like, way? Wild. In which way? Gender communication in what way? Kind of like the, the idea of it being that like, like there were all sorts of like the the way that like medicalized language exists yeah. and also yeah. like throughout different languages like there were they were telling me that there were three different languages going on all at once okay uh like i, f- I forget the exact one so i don't want to misquote but i want to say it was english spanish and mandarin uh-huh. but yeah like okay. basically overlapping and then the idea of like medicalized language versus the way of like academia uh, academic language and like it, it just yeah ugh, i wish cool. i could have made it out there but yeah yeah that yeah. sounds cool mm. yeah like stuff about language yeah <laughs> i feel like it's really hard to be trans and not yeah no when i i feel like that's a big thing uh, yeah with other trans folk and yeah. uh yeah. anyone who is trans and listening can let me know uh if they feel the same way but do you also care about language do you also care about language <laughs> can i go with probably yeah yeah no, but um, yeah. I do. I do feel very passionately about language. Um, I have a manuscript written that um, is now on its way. It's just yeah, like most of it's about language, but then it kind of also is about media studies, which is kind of so. It's sort of a hybrid of this podcast and just my love of language and the way that it has changed throughout years. Uh, cool. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I've heard your like slight whisperings yeah. about it, and it seems really cool. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, um, so we've gone through a lot of the other episodes that we've already talked about. Like, were there any other? Yeah. Um, wish that you'd been on. Did Rocky Horror, right? Yeah, we did Rocky yeah. Horror. Yeah. We did the old. We did the original yeah. Rocky Horror. We haven't okay. done Laverne Cox version yet. Okay. I have not seen the Laverne Cox version. Really? Yeah. It's, yeah. It is. I yeah. I missed it when it like happened. Yeah. And then I heard a lot of thoughts about it, and then I never saw it because I was nervous. Yeah. The framing device is, like, we'll kind of go into this right now. Like, the yeah. framing device of it is kind of weird. Uh-huh. Uh, it's, That's what I heard. Yeah, yeah. Like, the framing is, it's a bunch of people going to see Rocky Horror yeah. on screen. Yeah. Well, we're watching it on Fox. And, <laughs> or Hulu in my case. Who directed it again? Do you remember? I don't remember. Um, but I, I know, really want to know. I know uh, Richard O'Brien was not happy about Laverne Cox being cast because fuck. Yeah, Laverne I remember. Ryan. I remember. But yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, go like, fuck himself. To, the thing you know. is, like Laverne Cox, you could tell she was having a blast. You could tell she was really yeah. attacking it. Uh, and honestly, yeah. the second half has always been the most. It drags. Like yeah, it, it drags. drags. It drags, especially when you're seeing it at midnight and yeah. you're getting to like the dinner scene mm-hmm. at like fucking two a.m. and you're like, when I, will I be released from this hell? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's the thing. The dinner scene on it kills in the new version. Oh like, shit! It's just that's impressive. Yeah, like they. Like, How? That is the part that works. And that's... so, for as much as like, if you can look past your nostalgia and look past <laughs> the idea that it's supposed to be shocking. Because at that point, it's like, yeah, it's sanitized. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah, it's on Fox. There's yeah. only so much they can do. Yeah. Uh, but if you can look past How that did they do touch me? It, like, <laughs> I don't remember. I feel, like, <laughs> I feel like it was Rocky trying to run away in the bedroom. Oh, goodness. I could be completely wrong. It might have been, like, just sort of, like... I, I have to watch it. I have yeah. to watch it. Yeah. Maybe so, I'll do that tonight. By the way, and or tomorrow. thank you to Samantha Turlington for wishing us a happy anniversary. Thank you. Um... So yeah, like it's it's totally worth seeing. It's just if, if nothing they... else, and for the it's so tough to get 
the thing is, if you were already immediately like, oh, I'm, I'm not going to finish this, then you don't even yeah. get to the second half yeah. of it. But if you can That's impressive. Half, yeah. That's impressive. Because, yeah. like, shit, if you've seen Rocky Horror, that's just boring. Yeah. <laughs> and I say this as somebody who, for, like, two, two years, three years, went, yeah. like, every other weekend mm. to Rocky Horror in yeah. Chelsea. Like, I had a friend who worked on it. Like, I was there all the time. And that shit. Mm. Mm-mm. Mm. Boring. There's a reason why they're like, take out your sandwiches, eat them now. <laughs> this is the time for you to eat at 2 a.m. because just buckle in and get prepared to want to fall asleep. Until yeah. The very last number, and even then, it's like, yeah, yeah okay. Yeah. You've got DED dead, yeah. which is still like a meme for <laughs> DED dead. Oh, meatloaf. Yeah. Yeah. Love that meatloaf. Yeah. So the uh, the the other thing I wanted to say is, and I kind of hint at why I started this podcast, if you don't mind me just kind of talking yeah, about go. the podcast. I had an hour and a half long fight. Oh, I love it. We still haven't done yet. We're going to do Dallas Buyers Club this year. I just haven't figured out when or who. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so I had an hour and a half long fight about Dallas Buyers Club because I hadn't seen it. And I wasn't interested in giving it my money, my time, yeah. my effort. Yeah. Because, and the other thing. There's so, also like a certain like time frame. Like, yeah. if you see it within a certain time of it coming out, you're like, fuck, I'm giving it my money. Yeah. And if you see it after a certain time frame, it feels a little less gross. Yeah. That like, generally sense? in the, yeah. like, no matter what, if you're giving money, you're giving money. Yeah. Um, you, like, the first, I believe it's two weeks, depending on what deal the yeah. movie has with the theater. Yeah. Uh, like, it's within the first two to three weeks. That's when the studio gets all their money back. Yeah. Uh, after that, any money that gets made just goes to the theater. So I feel yeah. a little bit better if it's a problematic piece going after the second or third week. Yeah. Um, but so the movie came out, Jared Leto, blah, blah, blah. And I was actually excited yeah. when I first heard like, oh, Jared Leto's playing a trans woman. Okay. And then I saw him on the interview circuit. And oh, that, that will always what, do it. Yeah. Like that was, because yeah. I was like, I was watching it. I was watching the clip and I was like, all right, yeah. Like Jared Leto's kind of, Whatever, but yeah, like he's he's doing his thing, uh, and then he said to John Stewart, he was like, "Oh, well, oh, I no. I saw well, like I played well. You you saw what I played? It was just like, excuse me. Yep. Yeah. Yep. So yep. This is my stuff with Hedwig. Mm-hmm. You know about the shit with Hedwig? I don't. I have a whole other rant with Hedwig, but I'm interested in. So Neil yeah. Patrick Harris, yeah, was like in a Playbill interview. So when it was about to open, mm-hmm. he was asked, he was asked if he had talked to any trans people mm-hmm. and he, he responded and it was printed and it was thought it was okay. No, why would I do that? Mm. <laughs> and then <laughs> yeah. I know that's complicated. Yeah. People feel complicated uh, about, about yeah. it. And then Darren Chris mm-hmm. played Hedwig and called Hedwig it. Oh, for fuck's sake. Yeah. Darren yeah, Chris so... can go fuck himself. I'm just going to go on the record with that. Yeah. Yeah. So, and I guess this season so, on Is a Transphobia will <laughs> definitely become a hang week. But just to yeah. give you an idea of where I'm coming from with Hedvig, I believe that there is a lot of overlap in the story that is Hedvig for the trans community. Yeah. But I don't think Hedvig is actually trans as a character. This is like, a huge, this is a yeah, huge, yeah, this is a huge no, matter of huge debate. Yeah, that's fine. Like, I say, like, uh, there's I don't think I don't think yeah. either I don't think anybody is wrong. 
Yeah. In their opinion on it. I think that there's enough. I think there's enough either way to, to, to take your stance on it. But I think, but I also do think that it's entirely insensitive and entirely um, absurd for a cis actor to say, no, why would I talk to a trans person when playing this role? That I agree with. Yeah. Like that I agree with, especially because even if this character, this person, like let's say the, the, and I can't remember the name uh, that, Hedvig was before uh, changing. Yeah. Uh, but even if that person did not feel specifically in any way trans, they just yeah. felt a little bit more feminine, um, then there is still the experience that they had that is still not even just worth it. It's almost necessary to talk to trans people about yeah. why this character isn't, like, why if that like if that if your interpretation is that Hedwig isn't trans Mm. you need to talk to you still need to talk to trans people about because like we're the experts (laughs) on on trans stuff and about dysphoria and gender Mm. questioning and and like gender weirdness in general and to to completely not utilize that especially when you're in a space with lots of money with lots of ability you're in New York <laughs> like we're just hanging out, waiting to be talked to. Like it's just, it's it's irresponsible. And I hate yeah. to say it, but do you honestly? Can you honestly tell me they that waited Pat seven years. Doesn't know any trans people. Like I mean, not a single one. Like, it's possible. <laughs> can't just like Neil Patrick Harris. If you ever play Hedwig <laughs> again, you can just give me a call. Right? Yeah, just just give yeah. us a call. Just give us a call. Um, yeah, no. Yeah. And, and like also, and there was like this. <laughs> the like producers waited seven years to have him in the role. Yeah. Didn't consider like any trans or intersex people. Yeah. For the role, like literally waited 7 years for him. Yeah. And, I'm, and I'm that frustrates okay, me. Yeah. That yeah. frustrates me. Yeah. And I and I am yeah. okay with cis actors playing Hedwig because of my Your personal stance. Yeah. yeah. Um I also understand and completely uh I, I want to make sure I'm not invalidating the stance. <laughs> that cis people should not play Hedwig. Yeah, cuz I'm definitely of that camp. And that's fine. Yeah. <laughs> But, but yeah. yeah, like at the same time for me, it's like, no, but for, I think I get it. Like, yeah, yeah. for me, yeah. I don't mind you saying that. Because yeah. I'm like, well, you've thought about it and you know yeah. what you're saying. For me, <laughs> like, but when like a cis person will talk to me and be like, no, Hengos is, is, isn't trans. I'm like, you want to go toe to toe right now? <laughs> I was like, you want to make that statement? I don't think you're qualified to make that statement. Show me your, show me your years yeah. of trans studies. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> to, to back up your statement that that Hedwig is, is not trans, um, but yeah, yeah. Well, and I think that yeah. there's also a difference between um, the idea of because I tried to put a lot of I tried to front load my statement. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of things that trans folk can pull from it, and there's a yeah, lot of yeah, the yeah. experience that is like Hedvig being put in that position yeah. is in a body that Hedvig yeah. did not actually want. Yeah, a and lot so, of it is narrati- mm-hmm. narratively even if it's not like what the character is feeling is narratively trans. Yeah. And you can't, you can't take that away from the story because so much of it, so much of it is a part of that. So much dysphoria, so much uncomfort um, in body and gender is a part of that story that to not access Mm. the community that deals with that is, it's just absurd. Yeah. Yeah. But we were talking about Rocky Horror. Yeah, we were. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. No, yeah. So, so yeah. and people being mad with trans people for existing. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. <laughs> Fuck Richard O'Brien so yeah. much. Anyway, yeah. So, yeah. Um, so for this coming season, there are a lot of changes I want to try and make. The biggest one being this idea, the idea of doing live streams, mm-hmm. because I want to find a way to engage with people more. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to bring them in while we're talking. It does kind of suck a little bit because what it, that does is if we mess up, if we say something, if we're like, oh, I didn't word that right, yeah. that puts us immediately on the spot. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, I feel like... also just backtrack and say what we mean. Yeah. Because yeah. we tend to do that a yeah. lot on the show, yeah. too, is we tend to, if we mess up, we try very hard to be like, oh, okay. Yeah. Yep, and apologize yeah. and try and move on. Yeah. And I think that that can be important to see. Yeah. But at the same yeah. time, it's also kind of bullshit. So. Yeah. I mean, like, I know that I've yeah. had a situation. Yeah. Yeah. I had a situation of misgendering, and I decided I didn't want it to be on the final yeah. final version of the thing. But, I mean, I also, like, I thought about it at home and was like, I don't think I would have minded it too much. So, you know, it's, there's a lot going on, but, yeah. yeah. No, and I hear that. Yeah. I think it's, it's also, thank you, thank you for sharing yeah. that. Yeah. Like, but, yeah, like, I think so much of it is that idea of that comfort of like are we okay with doing a live stream because anything can yeah. happen yeah um yeah yeah and so i've got to talk to my contributors some of these may be live streams some of them may not but i want to try and do this more often um yeah i so, think it's a cool idea thank you yeah. neat so the the live streams themselves you'll be able to see them for free as they're happening i'll try and advertise them as much as i can uh but the final copies will end up on the patreon page so you've got to oh, become yeah. a patron uh, in order to access the videos. Now, all you need to pay, you just need to do a dollar a month. That's one terrible cheeseburger. <laughs> you can give up a terrible cheeseburger every month to make sure this podcast continues. You'll get the videos. You'll see my smiling face. You might see Joe every now and again. It'll be great. <laughs> great. Uh, so Finger cool. guns. So let's kind of wrap things up. Cool. Um, yeah. So with this year, I want to see something big. I made the goal at the beginning of the year, and I still haven't gotten it yet. I made the goal that I want to have someone who has a, a cis actor, particularly a prominent cis actor, who has portrayed a trans character on the show. Okay. I have not gotten that yet. Okay. Now, Does again, it have I'm, I was hoping for a big stage name. actor or, or screen. You were a screen name screen actor. Like okay. My immediate thought was I want to get Lee Schreiber on here. Okay. Like I want to get Lee Schreiber. That's, I want to get that's like, a goal. Yeah. That's, yeah. That, it, was a, it was a pretty lofty goal. Yeah. Um, we have not achieved that yet. If you know, Lee Schreiber, let us know. Them, please get them in touch with me. Um, but yeah, like if you know of a cis actor who has been who has played a trans role, I would love to talk to them. I'd love to get them on here for a mini episode so that we can get that perspective and maybe either find out why the decision was made. I'm not going to attack them. We're going to go in. I want to know where the like where were you coming from? Were you just trying to get, build your name? Did you think it was going to build your career? Let's yeah. have a dialogue. Yeah. It helps. I know somebody who's been on TV and is known, but their role was on stage. Okay. Yeah. I'm uh, I'm okay with that if they're yeah. willing to do it. This this vague person that I know <laughs> you probably don't want to call out on the live stream. <laughs> yeah. 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 Okay. We'll talk yeah. after. Okay. But yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> 
Awesome. Um, so yeah, and I want to know what you all want to see. Let us know what you are interested in. Are there certain movies you want us to see? There is a Patreon goal that if you hit that, like if you give us a certain that certain amount of money, you get to choose what we watch. Cool. Yeah, I get the right of first refusal. I'm not going to do this two girls one cup stuff, but <laughs> I know that's probably not transphobic, but that's something I want to see. But yeah. yeah. <laughs> But yeah, yeah. Like, so yeah, you can you can tell us exactly what you want, and we'll always listen. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, any closing thoughts? Anything else? I really appreciated this over the past year. It's been nice, even though I've only been able to do it a couple times. It's nice knowing that it's even happening. Um, I think it's really important. Um, like I was talking about before, um, even if it's a throwaway line, I feel very seriously that it contributes to a culture of transphobia that leads to harm against trans folks. Um, and yeah, and it's important to like have a place and a space to talk about that seriously. Um, that's not going to be the person who responds and says, oh, well, then everything would be transphobic. So obviously that's not um, a space that treats us very, very seriously. And voices that centers voices that are trans built by trans folks, accessible to others, but like primarily first and foremost for helping like our own. <laughs> and I like that. Yeah. Yeah. So that's good. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. No, I'm really happy yeah. with, thank you so much to anyone who has come on the show. And if you're interested in being on the show, let us know. I can't guarantee I can bring everybody on because we do this in my apartment. So I got to kind of know you a little bit, but, <laughs> but you know, yeah. like, yeah, if you're interested, if you have a perspective and you can send me an audio file, like if you've heard, uh, it, like if you completely vehemently disagree and you think Silence of the Lambs is not at all transphobic or something, I don't know, like, <laughs> send me an audio file. I might try and use it in a mini episode at some point. Sorry, um, I'm laughing at that hypothetical person, <laughs> but that's absurd. I've got, oh, I've got. Oh, I'm yeah, sure. Yeah. I'm sure. I'm sure. But yeah. Uh, but yeah, like I say, like we, we try and keep things a little bit more, we're going to try and do things a little bit more oriented towards conversation, not just with us. Uh, we want to center us, but at the same time, we want to hear from you as well. So hit us up, uh, review our podcast on iTunes. You can find it on Stitcher. Uh, now you'll be able to see these videos on the Patreon if you become a sponsor. Uh, and yeah, find us on Twitter at IsItTransphobic. Very easy to find on Twitter. Uh, and do you have anywhere that you want people to find you if yeah. they can? Sure. Um, my Twitter is aka underscore Quicksilver. So just like the dash. Um, I I don't know. It's a mess. Cool. No I talk about my my work as a sex educator. I talk about comics. I talk about being tired. Being the three tired the three main topics of yeah. conversation on my Twitter. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> oh, right. and boats. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yes. Come out to Schooner Pioneer. You have like a month and a half left. Come visit an old tall ship from 1885. Yeah. 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 Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for watching. And as always, actually, I don't have a closing line. As always. Sure, I? I as know. always. I said, yeah. Like, sleep well. I, sleep I most well. likely kill you in the morning. Sleep. Yeah. Wait, wait. No. <laughs> the no, prison's right. The... Oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> I was just like, wait, wait, that's not the message we want to set with this transphobic. Are you sure? I'm almost sure. Okay, we're going to end it. <laughs>
thank you so much for coming on here, Joe. No problem. Uh, we will, yeah, we'll have this up soon. Is It Transphobic was produced, edited, and coordinated by Ashley Lauren Rogers. The Is It Transphobic logo was created by Phoenix Sweeney, and you can see more of their work at tinylionroars.github.io. The original music you heard was all created by Vivian Aladrin, who you can find on Bandcamp at vivianaladrin.bandcamp.com.